You're listening to episode 152 of the Fitz Pro podcast. Welcome back. I have been on a bit of a hiatus from actually recording podcasts, but they have been coming out regularly because I live that batch life. If you don't know what batching is and you are an entrepreneur, highly encourage you to just go to my blog and search the word batch and read or listen to everything I have ever said about batching because it is how I stay sane in my personal business and my life. Uh, So we are back today with all things Instagram Reels. I will be going over things like organic versus more non-organic or non-organic bias content, the length of your videos, transitions, types of content that you can make with Reels, all things Reels, specifically for people in the online health and fitness space who are building a brand or a business largely by using Instagram. So without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average Fitzbo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a Fitzpro. Alrighty, like I said in the intro, welcome back. We had a bit of a hiccup with episodes 149 through 151. So because I batched a bunch of episodes at one time, the platform that I use to kind of host the podcast, which is Blueberry, did not allow us to batch that much content, like that size of content that far ahead. So had a hiccup, but 149 and one. 50 and 151 should be out for you to hear now. Um, So get caught up on those if you have not. I would like to first off start by saying that if you are on the business side of things, I assume you are if you are listening to this episode, make sure that you check out my free on-demand workshop, Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. You can do that at anniemiller.co slash workshop dash register. And again, that's free. If you have signed up previously with a certain email and you would like to retake the workshop, you need to use a different email address because there is a timer that is set once you do sign up for 24 hours and 72 hours. Once that times out, it's going to redirect you or not allow you to sign up. So just a little uh, tidbit there if you have signed up in the past. While you are over on the site, make sure to snag all of my free resources. Just go to anniemiller.co slash resources. You can find them from the homepage and you'll be able to find all of the goodies, downloads, Facebook groups that I have for free for entrepreneurs, trainees, and coaches. So I would also like to thank Legion Athletics. They, if you missed the announcement, I am pregnant. Uh, I'm just over 12 weeks at the time of recording this podcast and something that I have been very thankful for and I mentioned during a live that I did on Instagram is that most of the brands and products that I use either for like hygiene for my face, things like that, as well as supplements, most of the brands I use are safe during pregnancy. So I was like, well, that's kind of nice to know, I guess. Um, I had never really thought about that other than people asking me on Instagram. So I am not currently taking creatine just because of the lack of research. I wouldn't see a reason that it would be detrimental from a physiological standpoint. Um, But Weighing on the side of caution there, still taking whey protein, still taking all of my vitamins and other supplements that I take from Legion Athletics. So 
They are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. If you are in the market for adding in supplements, I highly recommend Legion. Whether you are taking them, you know, to make your life easier, getting in more protein, optimizing recovery, maybe you've never taken creatine before, but you would like to, on top of whatever you are already doing from a dietary standpoint, Legion are who I trust because beyond the supplements, you know, tasting good and being effective, I love that they're scientifically backed. And I know a lot of companies may make that claim, um, but they actually have 100% formula transparency. So you can literally go to their site underneath each product, view the scientific studies and the literature behind each product, as well as the ingredients and the dosages, which is super important because something can have a given ingredient, but does it actually have an effective dose of that within the supplement itself? So Needless to say, I love Legion. If you are skeptical, they do have 100% money back guarantee and free shipping. Go to buylegion.com, B-U-Y legion.com and use code Annie at checkout to get 20% off your first order. If you already love Legion, you can still use code Annie in order to get double Legion reward points. So it is no secret that since November 2020, Instagram added another type of content for all of us to create and consume. Many people did not actually get access to that feature for, you know, nearly a year to my knowledge from people just talking to me on the app. But I do believe that most users currently have access to both consuming and creating reels at the time of this recording in May 2022. For the past month and a half, I have done a little experiment with creating only original content on Reels, and we'll get into what that what that looks like and what that means. That was because although it is really fun to use trending audios and voiceovers, that type of content is very short-sighted. It's very short-lived. It doesn't have a very long lifespan, though I will say reels tend to have the potential for a longer lifespan than other types of content on the app. Reels can get picked up and still gain traction, you know, for two weeks at a time or more. Um, And I do think that I've talked about this before, but that means that I am depending on somebody else's audio, more likely than not, for things like voiceovers, which I really do enjoy making, and they perform well for the time that they are usable. So if that audio is removed, and this has happened to me twice now, the reel is then removed. So I'm depending on somebody else's content, essentially, to stay live and be reliable in order for my content to stay live. And it doesn't make sense on other platforms, so like multi-use content, this in the same way that original content does. For me specifically, that looks like blog posts or Pinterest because those are the two other kind of platforms that I use outside of Instagram. Obviously, if you are using TikTok, then if that's kind of like at the top of your funnel or your web, then taking TikTok content and using that to create a reel for Instagram makes sense. It's dual use content, but that just doesn't apply to me. So I'm using myself as an example here. So for an extended period of time, I created only original content to see how it stood up against the unoriginal content or the unoriginal bias content, because obviously I still have to come up with the concept and how to use the voiceover and to see additionally how it was received by my audience. So looking at how it stands up from the viral capability, the reach, how many people it gets in front of, but also like how is that content evaluated 
by my personal audience that already chooses to follow me. Today, we are going to talk about trends, whether you should follow trends, creating original content and the benefits of that, as well as benefits of creating using trends and hopping on those things like voiceovers. But by the end of this episode, I just hope that you have some efficacy behind the choices that you make in regards to creating Reels content if that is something that you feel you need to do for your business or something that you just want to do on the app from a creative standpoint. So what are Reels? As of now, Reels are short form video content under 60 seconds. They can literally be anything and I think that's something that people don't utilize enough. I think they stick to what they see rather than really exploring what they can do creatively with this type of content. I have seen people lately posting a single photo as a graphic on Reels that is like one second long. So that means that when someone is watching that and they continue to watch it, those count as replays, like someone watching that a bunch of times. Now, I don't think that this is a good tactic from a business standpoint or a creator standpoint, because as a consumer, I don't enjoy consuming that. So it's not going to get likes and it's not going to get shared, which kind of defeats the purpose of reels, in my opinion. The the, the purpose of reels or the potential that reels have is, like I said, to get noticed, to get reach, to get exposure. So kind of counteractive in my opinion. Um, That's my current perspective on this, but maybe I just haven't seen someone use this particular tactic in a way that makes sense in my opinion. But that does just go to show people exploring how they can use Reels and what the potential are from a creative standpoint with Reels. Next up, we're going to talk about timing. Again, at this point, Reels can only be up to 60 seconds. But I honestly, I don't suggest creating minute long videos because really you're starting to tap into on Instagram anyway, a long form video. And I want to bring your attention to a point that I repeat a lot when speaking on any aspect of business and marketing. And that is the fact that I encourage you to observe yourself as a consumer. This is such an underrated and undervalued, underused piece in being a creator. So look at how long are the reels that you typically watch in their entirety? Why do you watch those ones? Are there a lot of transitions? Is it entertaining? What is the topic? How did they grab your attention? Is there humor involved? Um, These are all questions that you can ask yourself, and you're certainly not limited to these, while you consume content in order to then use that data and use those observations and apply it to your own creation process, not copying the content itself, never, but looking at kind of the the different aspects of the piece of content and how you can apply that to your own. I still want you creating more often than you are consuming. I think that's very important, but I do also think that it benefits us to organically take in content on the app that we are essentially using for our businesses so that we understand from a consumer standpoint what is going on, what trends are happening, as well as what is appealing to us as a consumer. Strictly speaking from my own experience, I tend to only watch reels that are definitely under 30 seconds, more often than not probably under 15 seconds. 
or under 20 for sure. No matter how long the reel is that you are creating, be sure to keep transitions very tight. Very, very tight. There should be no space before or after you starting or ending a sentence if you are creating organic content. So that's basically referring to if you are you know, speaking or educating on something and you need to cut different clips, keep your clips very, very clearly and concisely cut so there's no space at the beginning or end of whatever you're saying so that the clips butt up to each other with no gaps. That wraps up the idea of timing and duration of your content. Keep it quick is kind of the lesson there. Waste no time when you are creating something for reels. And that that really is for organic and non-organic or original content. The next thing we're going to get into is the type of content. The medium that we're talking about, of course, is video content in reels. The type of content is what is actually happening within that content, especially in the world of health and fitness. You may not even be face to camera. Maybe you are doing a voiceover over the top of an exercise tutorial, or you're making a recipe of some kind. Or maybe there's not even a voiceover and you just have text on the screen. Lower the barrier to entry with the content that you are creating. And that's why I say when you're viewing other people's content, ask how you can apply that to your own or how you can make it easier. Like what's the simplest way I can create something similar to this? There is nothing wrong with any of the examples I just gave, and they're just examples of what I have experimented with myself and what I have seen. One of my favorite forms of content to consume and to create currently is using the green screen filter on Reels. So if you go to your stories or Reels, you can browse different filters, search green screen, and you can click on it. This allows you to put a video or a photo of some kind behind you, and then you have a video of yourself speaking over the top of it. It keeps people's attention and it allows for, I think, really great and digestible education. And I think that's something people struggle with is kind of mixing that entertainment and education, but that is the sweet spot of what's going to both perform well in Reels and is going to get people to eventually purchase from you, which is the goal if we're talking about business. So I really encourage you to do less of what you think you need to be doing on Instagram and have fun within your own creative process. Create what you want to, of course, with your audience in mind, but for your own sanity, I want less of checking off all of the boxes we think we're supposed to be checking off and more just playing around with types of content and seeing what you enjoy creating and also what lands with your audience. It's trial and error. Once you open up your mind to the idea that every piece of content is just trial and error, I think you can enjoy the process a lot more. And in a sense, this approach is getting back to the organic purpose of Instagram, but with short form video versus a single photo. It's sharing what you want to share. It's being creative and seeing what sticks on the platform, which again, I've really been enjoying myself. I've been enjoying the content that I see that's more original and I've been enjoying creating it. So let's go ahead and get into uh, how to make content catchy and the difference between original and non-original content. First off, we kind of mentioned this earlier, but especially when creating original content, we need transitions and tight clips. So 
you could answer a question that you got. So you get a question in the comments and some people have access to take that question and then have that pop up like in a reel and you can answer it by creating a reel. You can also just screenshot the question if you don't have that feature and pull the question over the top of your video that you create in a reel. So answering a direct question from an audience member, you can teach on any topic. You can use the green screen to educate your audience or bust a myth. You've seen people like, you know, put up an article that they agree or disagree with and they use the green screen to talk about that, that article, that topic. Make sure to use transitions or cut clips and change position on the screen. These tactics help keep the viewer's attention. It gives the eye somewhere to go because a stationary video of you just speaking without transitions, without cutting, is not going to be the winner, likely, when it comes to reels and keeping people's attention for them to actually watch the entire video. And of course, with any of this, if the content is not landing with people, if it's not relevant, if it's not relatable, if it's not catchy, your audience or even a wider pool of people is not going to stay on the video. No number of transitions is going to save you if the content is not quality and or relevant. So next up is kind of the organic versus non-organic, or I would like to call it hybrid organic, because you hear, when I say that I'm referring to voiceover, so you hear a song, you hear a voiceover and you're like, I wanna use that. You still have to come up with the idea right? What it applies to, what makes it relatable, what the context is. So it is original in that sense, but you're still depending on someone else, another creator's um, song or voiceover in order to create that content. The main benefit I see of creating true organic content, like playing two different parts, you play two different roles, right? So a coach and a client, significant others, parent and toddler, creator and internet troll. We've kind of seen tons of examples of these. The biggest benefit here is that you own this content. It's yours. You can keep it, you can post it on a blog, you can post it on Pinterest, you can repost it for as long as reels are available. If you're only on Instagram, it still benefits you as it's original. It still benefits you to create and get into your creative process. It gives you an opportunity to create, to learn, to hone in on your messaging, your voice, um, and really refine your creative process, which is needed. I know some people don't like to identify as a content creator, but we are, we just are. If you're creating content on Instagram like that it, that is a piece of your title whether you whether you want to take that or not. So hands down, original content takes significantly more time to create in my experience. It's all I created for a month and a half. I know. I've got some comparisons from creating over a year of basically voiceover style content to this month and a half of creating strictly original content. And these are not the only two types of content you can create, let me be clear, but these are examples of these kind of two categories of content. And to my knowledge, currently at the time of this podcast, I would assume, I would hypothesize that the voiceover style of reel is most popular. I think that something that is very viral worthy and effective, but not very many people can do really well 
is the multiple personalities. So there's this lady, I wish I knew her Instagram handle. I don't know what it is, but I see her stuff all the time. I honestly don't even know if I follow her. Uh, She's from the UK and she does like uterus, boobs, brain, and they're all personalities within the female cycle, basically, they're typically period related or menstrual cycle related, and they're freaking hilarious. And she does it amazing. It's very quick. It's witty. It's very relatable. So I think that not many people do that super, super well, but that that is an amazing use of reels from an original content perspective. Now, the benefit of jumping on trends and using more of a voiceover type reel is the time efficiency and potential for viral reach and exposure. We know this. It's what we've talked about since November 2020. That's what I saw a drop in when I created all original content for a month. I found that I really felt my content was more valuable for sure. Value went up for my current audience and they received it extremely well in the comment section. I could provide, you know, more legit education and golden nuggets in a short form. It's like condensed education, but that's not going to be as popular per se as me acting like I'm David from Schitt's Creek, right? So this current month in May, I have kind of meshed these two approaches from what I have observed. And that is an attempt to leverage the viral potential of my more voiceover reels and the massive value that I can provide in original short form content. At the end of the day, you do you, watch some reels, save the audios in your notes app and in the app that are hilarious or you think you can leverage, open up your notes app, make notes on, you know, what is the name of the saved audio and then what type of content are you going to create from that? Also take notes on original ideas that you have. Think about tutorials, walkthroughs, you know, five steps, myths, examples, how to's. If you save an audio, like I said, write it in your notes app. When you make your reels, download them Whether you are able to download the audio or not, download the reel once you're done making it. Because as most of you know, if you log out or Instagram logs you out for whatever reason, you lose all of your drafts. So especially if you are batching content, that can be, that can be a sad, sad, sad day when that happens. It happened to me for the first time the other day after drafting 15 reels last week The app locked me out. This has never happened to me. Instagram emailed me saying that it was an accident, like immediately. I couldn't log back in. I had to change my password, blah, blah. But I knew that my drafts would be gone. And luckily, (laughs) I saved all of my drafts to my camera roll. And I had all of the names of the saved audios that I used in my notes app next to the real idea, like the content that I was actually going to create. So we were good to go. A little bit inconvenience to have to go back in and like recreate the reels, but not from scratch. I was just uploading the video and using my saved audio. So just trying to save you some dismay and time wasted, make sure you always download your reels. 
that is all I have for you today. Hopefully it is helpful, encouraging, freeing to just create what you would like to create, play with original content, you know, use voiceovers if you like creating them and they're very time efficient. It's your life. I don't know how much time you have to create content. Lower the barrier to entry and just get it done. Finally, if you did love this episode or you would like to support the Fitzboro podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts, give the show five stars, leave a written review. It is how I get in front of more humans and your reviews help them understand what they're going to find once they get here. So if you are not on my main mailing list, you can choose between Annie's Weekly Wisdom as well as Annie's Daily Dose, or you can join both if you would like at anniemiller.co backslash news. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzboro Podcast. Mm-hmm.